Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, awesomes. Welcome back to Awesome Today. I'm your host, Meg Teets. Joined with me on this Monday, uh, my husband, Kyle. I can't. I mess up this intro every time. What is wrong with me? Well, I think if we're all honest, it's because you don't really want to be married to me. <laughs> so I keep messing up the syntax of my sentences? Pretty much. It's a Freudian syntax slip. Next to me is a jackass that won't leave. Let's try that out. Okay. No. Um... Listeners, you may notice I sound a little stuffy. I'm weathering a cold, good old-fashioned cold, Mm -hmm. this week. Don't worry. Even though we're practically French-kissing the microphone together as we speak, I also have it, so you're not going to get me sick. It's true. It's true. Okay. So, yeah, we. I've been a little under the weather. You're just now getting there. It's... Come on in, the water's fine. Yeah, I'm not going to get it, I've decided. Okay, good. Just, I'm just going to top out at where I'm at. Okay, that sounds like a plan. Is I it like hot it. in here? No, Okay. I'm perfectly pleasant. Am I fevering? <laughs> no, you're clammy, though. Clammy? That was one of my nicknames in high school. <laughs> oh, clammy teats. <laughs> yeah. So, Actually, it was clammy pants. Oh, clammy pants teats. Yeah, yeah. So clammy pants. Uh, in an in an effort to maybe not get you sick, and also because, if anything, really cranks my snoring up to a 100. It's sleeping. It's laying down. <laughs> yeah. STFU. <laughs> okay. <laughs> XYZ PDQ. Um, it's congestion. And since I knew that it was going to be a problem i went ahead and decamped to the living room well i think weren't the was what blur in words wasn't the first night or two of that because of young niklaus that was last week he's he's since returned to his bed full time yeah 
Well, yeah, last week. Okay, yeah. There's just been a lot. That's, I've been in the living room sleeping a lot, okay? That was the first time you left me. Yes. And then you never the came, you never came back. Just in like I'm just too lazy to go all I the way. I love living room sleeping. <laughs> I like to wake up with pocket change and old popcorn kernels caked to my back <laughs> from the couch. <laughs> okay, ultimately what I was trying to get at is How much money did you make, by the way? <laughs> You'd really be surprised. I didn't step on a sticky dollar last week. <laughs> sticky. There's nothing like a sticky dollar. Where yeah. has this dollar been? Indeed. Um, yes, yeah, so we've been spending our evenings apart. And in the meantime, you watched all of Netflix, apparently. A lot of it. Tell us, tell the people what you watched and if it got a thumbs up, thumbs down, or somewhere in the middle. Okay. I think we talked a little bit last week about the center season maybe four. I think it's season four that okay. just dropped. Um, and I I had not yet started watching it. I have not stayed. I didn't. I've not power watched it. Whoa, that's um, unusual. I've for certainly you. not by myself, Netflix and chilled. <laughs> it's, uh, it's an intense show. Okay. And some, sometimes you're just not in the mood. So I think I've seen. Th- three or four episodes of this season. It's been pretty passive watching this week of that. Pop quiz. Yes. Who's the lead actor? Uh, Neil McDaniels. Nope, that's not that person as far as I'm sure there is a Neil McDaniels somewhere. Richard McGillicuddy. Nope. Bill Pullman. Phil Harmonica. <laughs> Bill Pullman every yeah, time. that's what I said. Yep, when you see the name, you're like, oh, yeah. I coached a kid once whose last name was Pulliam, not uh-huh. not exactly the same, right? Right. And so then I don't ever want to say Bill's name out of fear, or Phil's name, either one. <laughs> His brother Bill is a lesser-known actor. He did a lot of stuff with Eddie Murphy's brother, Charlie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I'm going to keep digging deeper. No, of course I didn't remember his name. Okay. I don't remember people's names often, Margaret. As the, a reminder to the people and to me, yes. what's the center about? A center. So the the char- the main the lead, yes. the protagonist. Thank you. Yeah. Great vocab word. He's a police detective. Now in like a grizzled veteran. Yeah. Police yeah. Detective. Like a twenty plus year veteran of uh-huh. of this. This season, he's technically retired, and where he goes some island and they i'm sure they've said and i was like whatever it's just another name i don't remember names um there was a a, well it's not a disappearance and i don't want to spoil the whole thing but there is a a manhunt on oh for a young lady and he's you know just when he thought he was out he gets pulled back in it's a it's a tiny little community so the police department is portrayed as relatively inept for dealing with anything outside of pretty regular things and this is not a regular thing got it so it's it's that he's uh, part of the reason that he is successful as a detective is because he has a certain darkness about himself i think that allows him to whether it allows him to see something uh beyond what a, a less dark person would or if it's just that it it causes a nagging persistence so that he never lets go right maybe it's a combination of the both yes and it's good but you but you have not completed this next season it's intense so i needed a break okay you took a break by watching barbarians well actually barbarians was third oh 
on the, break by on the next things. The next thing I watched was Dracula Untold. Yeah, that was also just like a light, a movie. A light rom-com fantasy. A rom-com, indeed. <laughs> um, no. You and I are both big fans of vampirism. And Vampire lore is my favorite lore. Yeah, it's a good lore, that's for sure. Yes. Good lore. <laughs> It's, um, uh, this is an interesting, it's a different version, I think, of, okay. of lore than anything I've run across in the past. It's, it's written pretty well. It's acted pretty well. well fantastical, and as it should be. As it should be. I thought it was good. It's a movie. I don't watch a ton of movies, though I did watch two movies this week. That's out of the norm for me. I'm normally a, a series person. It's so, worth a watch. It's worth a watch. The Sinner, to recap, The Sinner is a thumbs up. Yeah. As far as you know, for season four, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Dracula Untold, thumbs up. Yeah. Like 90% of the way up. Somewhere between 90 and 110. It kind of depends on what you're into, I guess. Okay. Uh, just to clarify, I was totally kidding. It's not a rom-com. It's like yeah. the actual... No, no. It's like... It's a little grisly. Yeah. I saw parts of it. It seemed like it was a little gory. As really good vampire stories well, are. It, it is, in fact, a... A entity who lives off of the blood of humans. Exactly. I don't need a sparkly Edward Cullen vampire situation. Oh, you don't need people to be glamoured? Well, only in the sense of the True Blood universe, if it's Sheriff Eric Northman. Well, yeah. He can glamour all he wants. Uh-huh. Is that what you call it now? <laughs> yes. Glamouring? You're filthy. I didn't say he was going to glamour me. I'm just giving uh, him you weren't going to stop permission him. Yeah. to just you glamour just away. Bought a billboard on Interstate 44 that was directions for him to find your home with an invitation so that he could come inside because vampires can't come in. You, you revealed an important piece of information about our real home to Austin Today fam. That it's near I-44? Yes. I didn't say that it was near I-44, actually. <laughs> I said that's where you bought the, the billboard because it's one of the major traveled interstates within the potluck state of Oklahoma. That's true. That's true. You would know. You grew up right off of it. Like oh, thanks for giving away my childhood home. It was under one of the bridges. We didn't. We weren't just out in the open. So you watched Dracula Untold to take a little break mm-hmm. from the mm-hmm. center, and then what came next? Then I watched Blackout. And Blackout is a movie on Netflix. It's a movie on Netflix. Actually, no, the power went out, and I just stared at the black wall <laughs> of our home, and it was more entertaining than this movie. Oh, dang. No, that's not true. That was it's, savage. Uh, I could see how, as as a younger man, perhaps this would have been something that was more in my wheelhouse at the time. I grew up in the era of uh, Schwarzenegger and Stallone, and a little less. Seagal was never really popular oh dear. until now that he is a peace bringer to, between us and Russia. <laughs> Some of those things. Uh, Van Damme. Okay. These types of movies, which yeah. there's only like three recipes somebody's daughter is taken or just when they you know thought they could step out of special forces something happened that brought them back in or there's a crime and they had to come out of retirement to handle it and there's lots of fighting and one-liners and things the the general theme of this is this guy this this lead whose name i don't know um he wakes up in a hospital somewhat with amnesia from a a car accident that part we kind of know going in 
and then it's him trying to remember who he was and why everybody's trying to kill him and how it is he has this special set of skills and mm-hmm. things and it, I, it just I don't know it's fine it's fine it's just not good okay so there's a thumbs down I do I it's certainly do not, not something I'd ever watch again I, for if you're in the right mood okay. and it's your thing. It's probably okay. I think it's sitting at number 10, maybe, still on Netflix's lie of a list. I was going to say, yes, totally made up top 10. Yes, yes, yes. So evidently, there are people that do enjoy it much more than I did. For sure. But I did sit and watch the whole thing like a post. Well, okay, I was going to say they either enjoy it or they just let the preview run a little too long. And Netflix was like, and that's a view. Yeah, that's (laughs) highly probable. I am sorry. I stole your thunder. I spoiled it. The this last thing that you watched, the last I, thing I mentioned it already. That I'm still watching. Yes. But the or I don't know if it's that was a dog snoring, not me. <laughs> not uh, me. <laughs> I don't know if it's the barbarians or just barbarians. Um, it's a series, and I believe we're in season two. That's just dropped. This one is interesting to me. And yes, I know it's not an accurate telling of history. Um, I don't typically watch pretend shows and trust that as a history lesson thank you but they do tie in some historical things that are interesting to me this is arguably the beginning of the beginning of the very long and drawn out fall of rome Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right at the cusp of it where their 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 biggest quote-unquote enemy or quote biggest unquote quote biggest unquote enemy quote quote i'm just gonna let you keep uh, doing it as long as it makes you happy it's the nomadic tribes that later became germany Ah. the germanic tribes they were very not on the same team with each other most of the time but rome had screwed with enough of them separately for long enough that we're kind of entering this time where they have some excuses to get past their differences to unite to fight against rome who's Trying to just acquire their land. A uh, couple of the couple of the main characters involved were, as boys, offered up by their chieftains or whatever as as tribute mm. soldiers that would go live in Rome, train in Rome, be raised in Rome, become Romans, and then again, at least a couple of these two that were part of a pretty major family had left and gone back to tribal life. One of them on decent terms, the other one definitely not. And so then we're working through this whole dynamic of whether they're going to betray each other or unite together. And there's a pretty strong female lead in there that's kind of the a bit of a unifier through both manipulation and rage, which is the best unification, as For we sure. all know. Absolutely. It's yes. interesting. I enjoy it. I'm not riveted to it, and if I fell asleep watching it, I wouldn't be overly offended. But okay. I would at least make an effort to find the episode I fell asleep during, not okay. necessarily the exact point in time I fell asleep, I, if that, that makes, makes sense. It absolutely makes sense. I know exactly what you mean, where it's like, eh, I feel like this is kind of where I fell yeah. out, but you're not obsessively like trying to find the last right, minute you right. absolutely watched. No, it's, it's above average entertainment. Okay. So like 85% thumbs up? It depends. If you're calling average 70 or 75, I would give it a plus 5 above whatever you call average. Okay. Maybe as high as plus 7. All right. Unless you're calling average 90, and then you're an idiot, and I don't care to try to explain to you. (laughs) Okay. 
That was a lot of Netflix ground that you covered. It was a lot. It took several hours of watching. Yes, especially when you yourself were not feeling well and even fell asleep early a few nights. That's true. I don't think I watched anything last night. No, you went right off to sleep like this one dog is snoring off to... I don't even know if the people can hear, but it is so loud. It is very abrasive. I also watched a little Netflix. You did? Brand new season of Somebody Feed Phil. Has somebody fed him yet? Nope. But every city that he goes to, they try. They try. They Does do feed him. He turned them down. They feed him while he's there, but he's never satiated. He must continue to roam the globe. Keep eating. In order to find what he can eat. Um, this newest season, I think it's season four. Could be season five. Could be. It's not season three. I know that much. Could be season four. I'm. Usually I'm pretty meticulous about knowing where we are season-wise, but I've just abandoned myself to sheer joy and no intensity when I watch somebody feed Phil. He is ever more delightful, as you may know. He is a delightful man. He is, truly. I, He's I'm, no Eric Northman. <laughs> well, Eric's delightful in another way, okay? You can be delightful in different ways. And Phil is delightful in his just sheer enjoyment mm-hmm. wherever he, he is the goofiest smile in the world so goofy. you can't help but smile when you see it yes okay so he starts out the season in philadelphia do they eat philly cheesesteaks yes of course but that's only one small part of the philadelphia episode i've got okay. to give it to the production team for that they go to um croatia which as you recall, because I gave you a whole TED Talk on Croatia the other night. Yes, you did. <laughs> when I was telling you about how great that episode is. <laughs> you almost had me buying a timeshare there. <laughs> yes. And believe me, that's not easy to do. I, okay. As we talked, it occurred to me, the reason why you and I and maybe many people our age don't know that much about Croatia, Bosnia-Herzegovina, these other countries that were part of the Soviet Union when we Mm -hmm. were kids and taking geography is because they were part of the USSR. They just all had one big red flag. Yes. And when we were coloring in our maps in geography class, we just color, color, colored. You just needed red for that three quarters of the globe. Yes. And then China was red too. And that was confusing. Okay. So when it comes to these countries that were formerly in the Soviet Union, I will tell you, I am as ignorant as a newborn babe. (laughs) Okay. probably know more than I do about those it's countries. possible. Nico knows a lot, and he, I feel like he could be the next Vladimir Putin. <laughs> Don't say that. Not my darling. My little Nico who... Ask his sisters. Who charmed the entire uh, haircut place yesterday morning when I took yeah. her haircut. Yeah. Everyone was just fawning all over him. He sat there in up atop his booster seat yes, in, the, yes. in the haircut chair, just being fed hairy grapes. <laughs> she did cut off a lot of hair. Yeah. There's a lot of Nico hair falling. Anyway, Croatia is an amazing, gorgeous country, and I had no idea. It's also like right around the corner in Eastern Europe, right around the corner from Italy. Mm-hmm. So there's this really strong Roman influence. There are literally Roman palaces. Mm-hmm. Kyle. There's still Roman guards there. No, not. They're still alive. 2,000. They kill people. <laughs> 2,000 year old structures. For fun. Okay. Okay. That are so much better preserved than what you see. Than downtown Oklahoma City. 
maybe. Probably. There's probably parts of Croatia that do look better than <laughs> some I, sketchy parts of Oklahoma City. I would wage so, yes. Oh my gosh. I was enchanted. I mean, you were teasing about buying a timeshare there, but I was read by the end of that episode of Somebody Feed Feel, I was ready to book some airline tickets to go to Croatia. And that is not a sentence I ever thought I would say. Fair. Let's wait at least until things settle down in that part of the world. Are they upset? Are they? Is Croatia by the Ukraine? I don't know. You tell me. Well, you get your maps back out and do a little homework. <laughs> um, they went to Austin. And as I told you, the Austin episode is in, on Somebody Feed Phil. Oh, uh, Not we were still Ukraine. in Croatia. And I was <laughs> like, Croatia. why were the... What are they, Croats? What are they? I think they are Croats. Why would they be going to Austin? Why wouldn't you go to Austin? It's one of the best cities in the United States. Okay. We'll just we'll just agree to violently disagree. If you just take out the traffic problems and the infrastructure problems. I thought you were going to say trash. I was like, yeah, that'd be a start. If you just erase the traffic problems and other infrastructure issues of a city that's grown way too fast and the real estate, blah, blah, blah. The city of Austin is amazing, and I will hear no argument against what, that. What thing could we not point to and say, well, if you took out all the bad things, it's awesome. If you took all my relatives out of the family reunion, it'd be amazing. <laughs> okay, you woke the dog up with your hatred of Austin. She's, she's just swapping she's chairs. She's, she's just, like, I won't be in the same room as you. She's just swapping. She's actually closer to me now than she was, and the snoring will probably get overbearing shortly. Okay, we need to move it along. We're still in the We're TV fine. section We're here. fine. Okay. I had a TV show idea. Do you have your phone handy to call whoever your connections are to get this idea into production? I don't have any connections. Hey. For lack of a better name. Yeah. We're going to call it Somebody Feed Richard because Phil's already taken. And in this show, Richard is celiac and has... <laughs> Allergic lactose intolerant. He's allergic to every kind of nut out there, and it's every everywhere he goes. Somebody's got to find a thing he can eat without becoming violently ill. I think this is good television. Okay, good. You could actually probably get that into production. It I don't should see be. why not. Like he has a whole team of people with epipens. Like they wear a bandolier oh, of epipens, yeah. and they're just a. ER staff that goes with him, and this is not making fun of people that no, have of course allergies. Not. Things, it's but. that's a very serious thing. But yes. the idea of putting someone, dropping someone into a strange city, and being like, "Good luck, Good don't luck. die, don't know the language." <laughs> oh yeah, here you go. Country. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Honestly, if he survived a whole season, he should be our next president. It, yes, even if he's foreign born. Especially if he's foreign born. Okay. Um. Why, would he, why did he need to be? His name's Richard. Why is he foreign born? Listen, you can be named Richard and be from a different country. Maybe. Quit being a xenophobe. Um, okay. Then somebody feed Dick. We'll call him by the abbreviated name. And I think all the dicks are from America. Anybody from Definitely. Canada, feel free to chime in and validate Definitely that. Definitely truer words never spoken on this podcast. <laughs> um... Let me just say this. The Austin episode is great. It's very barbecue heavy. If mm-hmm. you do not, if you're like vegan, vegetarian, you would hate the Austin episode. There's probably vegan barbecue in Austin. There is for sure, but it's not featured on this episode. Okay. Um, then we get to Santiago, Chile. I'm not going to, uh, you guys, I feel, I keep falling asleep in the Chile episode, the Chile episode. Chilean sleep. Um, yes. Uh, I haven't made it past that. Now, I blame my cold medicine for that, but the opening... Whiskey is not cold medicine, not technically. 
well, technically. a little hot toddy, maybe, mm-hmm. if you've got a cold. Um, the opening of the Santiago episode, Phil himself is standing on top of a mountain in the Andes mountain range. It is breathtaking. Are the people worshipping him? No one is around him. Okay, well, they missed an opportunity there. Richard will be worshipped. We need to go to Chile someday. I don't need to hike the Andes in any way. Oh, you have to. Way, That's part of getting there. The gorgeousness. In fact, can't. I'll take it back. They land you wherever you want to, but to leave, you got to hike the Andes. <laughs> <laughs> or pay an exorbitant fee. <laughs> One of the two. I'm just, I know I keep going on. This season is so fun. I don't know if I'm just like in the right place where I just need, I crave that comfort. Um, also... In the meantime, you know, Phil's parents both have now passed away. Mm-hmm. And so there's like these moments in every episode where he calls up friends of his to have them tell dad jokes, basically to honor his dad, Max, yes, who loved yes. a great joke. And so I think there's part of me that just like, that resonates with me. Just the- You wish your dad was a dad so you could tell jokes? <laughs> you are, you are sick. My word. I was going to say, grieving a parent, in his case, both of them. Okay. But no, thanks. My dad is still alive and could tell dad jokes at the drop of a hat. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, <clears throat> this season is fantastic. I loved it. I'm loving it. I haven't finished it, obviously. Yes. I need to tell you one more thing before okay. we move on. Again, we're like spending half the episode on watches. So that what? bothers me. Well, grow up. Okay, I'll try. Um, I still am enjoying the hell out of Ghost Files from The Watcher. Now, AJ got me hooked on a new channel. I thought you were going to say hooked on phonics, and I was like, wow. (laughs) How did she even know hooked on ghost phonics? Yeah, ghost phonics. That's probably a product that should be made. Yes. This channel is not new, it's called Sam and Colby. They've been doing this for a while, but all they do are these ghost hunting adventures. Mm-hmm. And whereas Shane and Ryan of the watch of Watcher, not the Watcher of Watcher channel, it's a joke. It's comedy stuff. There's like a little bit of ghost hunting, but it's mostly comedy. Sam and Colby are like really oh yeah, there's no genuine and sincere about it. I've seen it. just enough. Oh, walking you? through when you're watching it, these guys aren't joking. No, or at least they don't know they are. <laughs> She's totally got me hooked on it. It's my newest obsession. I ha- I can't even finish Somebody Feed Phil because I'm like watching all of these back episodes of Sam and Colby. Somebody warn Phil of the supernatural threats. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to drop a link in the show notes. If you like some amateur ghost hunting, this channel is fantastic. Now, they do a lot more than I care for in terms of like we contacted a demon like that's not really my thing I don't really like that right uh, strain I guess you could say of ghost hunting I like just good old fashioned ghosts that are creaking the floorboards and making crashes in another throwing room throwing red wine doors. on your white carpet yes give me that over a demonic possession anyway yeah, you know what yeah. I mean Okay, that was a lot of words for me. You seem tired now. Well, it's because of my reduced lung capacity because of this cold. Ah. Okay. Do you have anything that you've read this week that you want to talk about? No. Okay. Um, I forgot how to read. Okay, because you've been watching Barbarians and you like mentally went back to a place of illiteracy. Actually, my vision's bad and my eyes forgot how to read. Is that true? Are your eyes bad again? Well, yeah. Worse? One of them. Do we need to call the doctor? No. Okay. 
All he's going to say is stop jumping on the bed. How many eye surgeries have you had? I as love an adult? to jump on the bed. Um, eye procedures. Eye procedures total two. Yeah. Okay. I think just two. Yeah. I had one surgery and one procedure. I hope you didn't pop that pee since my pop filter is missing when you said procedure. Wow. You really threw me. I'll, I just, I hope you didn't <laughs> pop that pee and I was, and then you like pointed and I looked over. <laughs> I pointed the microphone. To my left and I was like, did I urinate? What? I know I'm old, but damn. Nico lost my pop filter on purpose. Yeah. Well, he likes to play with things. He's, he's our own little poltergeist. Some kind of geist. Yeah. And so I told Kyle before we started recording, don't say any peas directly into the microphone. We got no pop filter. Okay, reading-wise. Book two of the House Witch series by Delam Hawk. Came out this week. I put it on audio and started listening. Kyle, that morning I took a walk. I thought you meant, like, the book came out and you were like, oh, this should be an audio book. So you... <laughs> Like freelance, just oh. read it and recorded it, and you've been oh. selling it on the dark web. That is so kind of you to think I would do something like that, or that I could. Of course, you could do something like that. No, I, I downloaded it on my Audible app. Mm -hmm. I started listening to it as I took a walk around our neighborhood. I am convinced if anybody had actual footage of me on that on my walk, listening to this book, book two of the House Witch series. They would have possibly scooped me up and taken me to be evaluated because I was walking around with the goofiest smile on my face, okay. like like my mind was in a different place than From my body. What I've is experienced here. of the people that walk through our neighborhood <laughs> that was the tamest thing to come. Well, down the you street. would get called because most oh. of them walk through with a murderous scowl and Not sometimes true. visible weapons, things that shouldn't be weapons that you can tell that person's going to use that as a weapon on someone. For you to be smiling, that's far more unsettling. I love, and I really, really cannot emphasize this strongly enough, I love the world that Dallin Hawk has created with the House Witch series. Book two picks up exactly where book one left off, and it just goes right back into the whole story with the characters, and there's new characters, and it's just, I love it so much. It's making me so happy. Okay. It is a very long book, just like book one was, so this is going to take me a while to get through. I'm just enchanted all over again. Okay. I love it. You you said House Witch several times, and sometimes you speak... I guess it's not your fault. I, I shouldn't say it that way. You were speaking in a rapid enough manner that somebody unfamiliar with the name, which is me, I was thinking like, a sandwich made of a house? A house witch? What What are you talking about? What is a house witch? What What's the theme here for the the un? Okay, good question. The the house house witch virgins out there. Okay, so the main protagonist in the house witch series is a man named Finn, and in this universe, he's agoraphobic and never leaves his home, and he's a witch. I mean, you're not totally off track. He's okay. not agoraphobic, but in the universe of this book series there's there's real witches or there's the elemental witches okay are you okay no i had a like a deja vu moment i think maybe i've asked this or something yeah, similar to it's it possible but now we're doing it again okay is this the is this the the one where 
the people had the daughter that was pretending to be a witch, and then oh, they no. had to find that was a different. Oh, that witch was thing. different. Okay, okay. That was the uh, very secret society of irregular witches. I'm okay, still reading okay. that. I'm still I'm reading starting that. to think you like witches more than I'm, vampires. I'm ha- I'm having a witchy moment. Okay. Are you a witchy woman? You know I am, and you've known that for a long time. I think I'm not sure that I've ever admitted it out loud. I need to finish my sentence though, because you sorry. made me start this. Yes. In this book series, there's the elemental witches: fire, water, wind, earth, and, earth. and wind. Yes, mm-hmm. those are, are the like four. the main powerful witches. But then there's like these sort of mutant witches that do not fit in those categories. Well, our main character Finn Plasma could be. I don't know. That hasn't been named, but sure, why not? Finn is what's called a house witch because his powers are only, he only has power in the home he dwells in. Oh, what a shitty gig that is. Wow. But, yeah, I know. And he kind of feels that way, too. But he's making the best of it. And he's actually a really powerful witch. He can protect. Well, only in his damn house. What if his house was a trailer? Well, then he'd be, I feel like, probably. A trailer witch? (laughs) Yes. He's the he's the kitchen cook for the royal family of this kingdom. And so his powers are for the whole castle. Oh, that well, that's is, not... That houses the king and queen of this kingdom. That's, that's more acceptable. I love Thank this... goodness it wasn't relegated to the fire trap of the thatch-roofed hut right? alongside, right? Yes, oh. and Finn is just the most charming character. He's kind of grumpy. But he has a heart of gold. You know, I have a soft spot for those kind of characters and people. Why are you staring at I'm me? I'm staring at you intently Awkwardly. with an unbelieving stare. <laughs> I love this book so much. I just, I can't even say enough how much I love this series. So that's my listen and read, except also listening wise. And I cannot use too many words on this. But I'm sure you can. Taylor Swift, Midnight's 3 a.m. edition. This is going to be my ask of the week. On uh, sort of awesome. This so. is a, this is a contradiction within itself. Would you like the backstory? Well, midnight and three a.m. are two different times, aren't they? Just here's what happened: Taylor Allison Swift dropped midnights as promised at midnight on October twenty first. She, she had Cox Cable as her <laughs> internet provider, and it didn't and download it until three a.m. Freaking upload. <laughs> Three hours! That feels accurate. I would like to point out that neither are they a sponsor, nor would I retract that statement if they were. I'm not pleased. No. We pay for all the the bells and the whistles. (laughs) And so far, it's been a penny whistle and a... They called it a moon pie. It smells like a dirty diaper. Do you think anyone's still listening at this point? Uh, Probably not. That's okay. (laughs) Midnight's the Other album. than that Cox exec who's <laughs> calling their attorney right yeah, now. Exactly. Midnight's the album dropped at midnight on October 21st, but three hours later, Taylor dropped the 3 a.m. edition of Midnight's, which has all 13 tracks of Midnight's tracks. and then seven more tracks. Holy Seven shit. more tracks came out on the 3 a.m. edition. Did she purposefully use the holy number? Ooh, maybe she did. I doubt it, okay. knowing what I do about her, but it's possible. I can't use too many words because this is an upcoming awesome of okay. the week. And so well, you can, you're tuned. choosing not to. Yes, but I'm actually running out of oxygen. So let's move into lifestyle. You want me to talk? Tell Nobody us a- else does. If anybody was still listening now, they've, they've literally hung up their phone. Old school. Old Slammed school. it down on the Slammed receiver it, yes. or the base, whatever. Tell us a little bit about... 
stuff and things. Made. Stuff and things. I made two purchases this week. Actually, a third that won't arrive until after this episode drops. Mm. Um, I can't even remember what it is now. Mm-mm. Maybe I'll remember later. Mm-hmm. I bought. I needed a new mouse pad. I've been using the neoprene. Yes. Weird mouse pads. Crappy. Now my desk is is an atrocity. In terms of its construction. In terms of everything. It's not a desk. Let's just make it clear. Well, then what is it? It's a table that I bought off Craigslist like well, 15 years ago. I knew that. I knew the Craigslist part because I had to go get it. Yes. In a pick up truck. Yes. And bring it home. Yeah. Um, the top, in fact, is not flat. No. Anywhere. And so... It makes mousing uh, an adventure. Yeah, you move forward, and the mouse does not. It moves opposite or to the side, and it's a magnetic atrocity yeah. oddity. Where lots yes. of problems with it, and so historically, I have gotten some form of crappy old neoprene three to seven dollar mouse pad. Set that on top of a stack of paper to try to at least make curves instead of ridges and things. And over time, those little neoprene pads get filthy and the edges curl up and yeah, problems occur. Of course. So it was time for a new mouse pad. Now, I've been eyeballing leather mouse pads. I like leather. Yes. Who doesn't? Well. Vegans. Vegans. And cows. if you're trying to put that cows hate it when you take their leather. How dare they? Um, you know, if it, when it comes to chaps, which in fact all of them are assless, if you try to put any leather in the ass region, then nobody likes that because you don't buy chaps for the ass. If you did, you're technically not buying chaps, you're buying leather pants. I'm glad Two to different know. things. Yes. It's important to know. Yes. Um, all I could think of, though, as I've looked, and I've seen many options that look quite beautiful and functional that would solve at least a major portion of my mousing problems is that I've seen how dirty those neoprene ones get and leather does. I don't, I don't want to have to buy like a leather cleaning kit and saddle soap and no. stuff to clean my mouse pad. For a mouse pad? Now again, no. That feels weird. Absolutely not. So I opted to go with an aluminum Ooh, mouse pad. Look at you. If you're a, if you're an Apple user and you have a iMac or or uh, whatever MacBook. MacBook, MacBook Air, all the all the things. You're familiar with the color, uh-huh. yes. It is the standard there. I'm not sure what I think of it yet. I do recognize it will be easy to clean, not creepy, not gross, all that. <laughs> but uh, it almost feels like dragging the mouse across very, very, very mild sandpaper. Okay. And I'm not used to that right. resistance yet. Yes. And so my muscle memory of this kind of movement moves the mouse this far. Well, it's somewhere between 40 and just, 60% of the it is movement. It's just leapfrogging across the page. No, no. It's laggard. Laggering across yes. the page. Yes. So okay. not sure on it yet. I like it better than just the desk, and <laughs> it's sure. rigid, and it's flat, so there's no... When I move forward, it doesn't move backwards, and <laughs> those type things. So we'll see. We'll see how we go on that. If anybody has a wonderful solution on that, I'd, I'm happy to entertain thoughts. For sure. Do um, you want me to go ahead with my other purchase? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Let's do it. We talked about this a little bit last week. I've, 
I've had a renewed interest in the quest for the perfect m- m- manderwear. Manderwear. M- mander pants, underpants yes. for men. Yeah. Uh, undergarments. Underpants do go under your pants, unlike what superheroes would in, show you. In England, they just call them pants. Underpants. They just call them pants. I believe you. And, and outer pants or trousers? Yes. Yeah. Well, these would be under trousers. Okay. So, Except you're wearing them under shorts. That's true. Do they wear shorts in England? Um, I don't know. Only if they're playing football. I do recall, unrelated to England, that there was an episode of The Sopranos where Tony Soprano wore shorts and supposedly several members of actual crime families contacted the showmakers and said... No, no, no. No. The boss doesn't wear shorts. Ever. So. Yes. Um, plainly, I am not a mob boss in this moment. Not yet. But I do have my undershorts under my shorts. That's where they go. Mentioned last week. So I've worn, in the past, we've we've walked through, uh, what, we did Tommy John. We've done Saks. We've done Calvin Klein, Hanro. What else? Those are the main ones. It's I been remember. a it's well. Been I mean, a like MeUndies was like a year. MeUndies, yes, um, yeah. Those are the most recent of players. And then this go around, I did. I did another pair of sacks because I forgot that I'd ever <laughs> you didn't owned even them. Believe me until I pulled I up the order, and I wouldn't have. And I do now reluctantly believe you. Always save your receipts, girls. It's true. Save your receipts. There's those. I did. Damn it. What's his name? Um, Hugo Boss. Yes. Hugo Boss did some of those. Did Psycho Bunny. Yep. And Tommy Bahama. Yes. Now, I discovered something different this time through. For sure. The, which ones? The sacks, which I'd completely forgotten, are honestly... They're wildly similar in construction and design to what Calvin Klein has put out. Okay. And they're both fine. Yeah. And maybe they're better than fine, but they're not great. Yeah. And what I'm looking for is great. For sure. I wore Calvin Klein's for quite a while. Nothing comes between you and your Calvin Klein's. Well, nothing did until you came along. <laughs> oh, my God. What? You... <laughs> Get your hands off me, ma'am, ma'am. Um, the Psycho Bunnies. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. 
I'm I'm struggling to figure out why it is that they warrant the price. I think you should just throw them away. You hated them so much. I will. Um, it's baffling to me. There 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 is nothing special about the design other than they use a spritz of hot pink in the waistband. That's it. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. They're the material is subpar to me. They, they claim it's some type of Supima modal, blah, blah, blah. I'm, it's shitty cotton yes. is what it is. I'm very skeptical there's any Supima involved. Yeah. Yeah. I Before I just really twist off them to see. Yeah. They're, they're not. No. They don't, they don't belong in my underwear drawer. Yeah. Or anyone's for that matter. Yeah. Okay. It's good. I feels good to say it. No wonder you say it like that. Yeah. yeah well, you got It's like a karate chop. Yes. It's like a verbal. Yeah. There we go. The uh, Hugo Boss, there's nothing special about the design. The material is delightful. Okay. There's nothing wrong with the design. Yeah. Um, there's just nothing special. The, the Tommy Bahamas are stunningly different. Now, in fairness, these are boxer briefs, and I think everything else was a trunk. Oh, okay. okay. But I've, I've chosen some things along the way. I've chosen purposefully things that are supposed to be warmer weather related and not because we live in a always warm climate, but because who likes who, who really enjoys crotch sweat. And when was the last time you thought, you know, what I've noticed first is that my crotch is cold. Right, 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 right. You put on a coat, all of that, whatever the, the crotchal region is one of the last areas to get cold. It's a battle between it and the armpits well, or the underboobs. Look, if your crotch is cold, you got bigger problems. Indeed. You're about to go into hypothermia. Fact, you've you've begun to delve into what the older generation as it relates to me would refer to colder than a well digger's ass. And right? that's that's a different level of cold. Yeah. You should experience it once just so you know. Yeah. If you don't know any well diggers, check the yellow pages, okay. I guess, and they can help you with that. Right. I was just sorry. I was just thinking <laughs> you about... You, like, totally left the planet what, for a couple of what seconds. What if you did call one it. and asked them, and then they're just like, here, put your hand on my ass, and then I'm getting sued for making the recommendation. <laughs> awesome today, fam. Just ignore... Yeah, In don't those do that. few beats of silence, Kyle's eyes were open, but he was not here. Yeah. He was in a different reality where yeah. that happened. Don't. Yep, don't do that. Never, never do that. <laughs> Anyway, back to the Tommy Bahamas. Yep. One, just the, the, the different pieces that are sewn together. It's a different pattern. It's a different... I don't even know how, how to explain this. So, like, if you were just to look at how a, a piece of underpants were put together. Like, the, <laughs> in, the, the different pieces doesn't. of materials, the <laughs> seams, all of that, right? As one does, yes. Well, you do if you're looking. Yeah. Maybe you're, you had to... Like, never mind. I'm not going to go that Let's route. keep it going. Um, it's it's a different means of of stitching together differently shaped things, and it makes more sense to me. Yeah, looking at it than does any other pair I've seen. And they've gone in traditionally in places where other underwear manufacturers were like, "Hey, you know, in between the thighs, let's double up on the material right. because it's a rubby area." Yeah. Except that where's the hottest area? In between them thighs. In between them rubbing thighs. Yeah. That sounds like a country song, them rubbing thighs. It probably is. Probably if is. it's not, I'll write it later. Um, 
No, instead of doubling up on the material, they actually go with a, a, breathe, a more breathable, meshy, netty thing in there. Same, I don't know how women are, but small of the back Yeah. for men. Just feel the small of my back right now. What do you notice? Holy Moses, it's hot. It's very warm. Yeah. It's, it's a little Lord. damp from the sweat. Yeah. Same in that in that area of the underpants. Mm. And it's not like they're boob-high underpants, no. right? But just in that I don't get the early small portion of my back sweat, but speaking of boobs, my underboob gets yes. very warm. Well, maybe you should get a pair of these, wear them backwards, and pull them up real high. <laughs> I feel like I've solved your problem. There we go. Tommy Bahama understands because he's from the Bahamas. Well, it's right there in the so, name. So he claims. That, so he claims. That you, don't, you don't need the extra material less there. Less material. You want less, less is material. more. Less is more. Yes. Or less is less. Okay. Less, less is less material. Less is less, 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 sweat. less sweat. Yes. Less is more freshness Ooh. in your sweaty nethers. Sweaty nethers. That's going to be the name of my vegan taco truck in Austin. Sweaty nethers? <laughs> I thought you were going to say your vegan band, which would also be something you'd find in Austin. I have a band. We play at the vegan taco truck, okay. and it's called the Sweaty Nethers. Perfect. Okay. Nope. Don't leave again. I, Stay here. It's too late. Stay I was here. like, I was at the concert. I was like, why are you all here? <laughs> This is a terrible band. (laughs) So if I, if I had, if anybody like held a gun to my head, they popped out of the the side alley and were like, right now, best pair of underwear, go with the Tommy Bahamas. That's what I would tell them. And here's my wallet. (laughs) It's a vegan wallet. You'll probably get a rash. You got it, Austin. Yes. Oh my gosh. I don't even know how to follow that. Okay. Switching gears completely. Yeah. Fingernails. How's that switching gears? Look at my you nails. love to scratch your fingernails on the sweaty part of my underpants. Look at my nails. Yeah. They look amazing, right? Well, nine of them do. Well, here, I was holding a tissue in my hands. Oh, I thought one had look fallen how good off already. They, look. they do look very nice. Today, I spent some time cleaning out my nail collection drawer. It's a whole drawer now, Kyle. Yeah. It's a whole drawer. I know. It used to be my drawer. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> now my underwear is just on a pile in the corner. <laughs> Sorry, Tommy Bahama. <laughs> Hope you don't get sweaty over there in the corner. <laughs> I have so many nail products, but I have finally focused on... No, not focused on... Well, I focused in and I found a system that works for me. Again, it's this called is Take be- My Drawer. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Somebody feed Kyle's drawer my fingernail posh. Go. I'll be talking more about my system on Sort of Awesome, but so as I was cleaning out my nail drawer. Which effectively what you're saying is while you were cleaning out my underwear drawer and putting your fingernail polish in there. It is literally not. You have Not anymore. (laughs) It's for damn sure. You've got your own drawer for your drawers. Um, My drawer's drawers. I was motivated after I purged and decluttered my nail collection to purge and clean out my lipstick collection. Yeah, I did it. I did it. What? Okay? I know. No wonder you've been now, sleeping on the couch. Look, I still have like you've 20 lipsticks. You've been digging left. around for those last few tubes that didn't get thrown out. <laughs> That's probably where they're hiding. You're feming. Yeah. No, I, I probably do still have 20 left, but I threw away a bunch that were so old I could not remember what year I got them. Mm. I, I had a handful that I'm passing on to the girls to see if they like them that I know for sure I bought in the past year. Okay. I still have a lot left. So I'm thinking, like, I have all this nail stuff. I have all these lipsticks. You know what else I have a collection of in our house? Men's underpants. <laughs> well, that's not my problem. 
Well, not I anymore. Got you claimed the drawer out. It's fine men's now. underwear ain't one. You used to wear men's underwear. Well, you meandies in the in the past, and mm-hmm. I hated them. Yeah. Ultimately, they wouldn't go up high enough. No, <laughs> <laughs> you're rude. You know that I have a collection because you've enabled and contributed to this collection of owls. Yeah, we like owls. Yeah, kind of Megan made me. They forced me to like owls. And but then you also just realized. I think what Kyomega did was made you realize that owls were awesome. Owls are awesome. Yeah, they don't actually turn their head three hundred and sixty, so nobody freak out. They're okay. not poltergeist owls. I was pondering this as I'm prone to do, and I was thinking when I really like something, when I really really like something, mm-hmm. you buy a shitload of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. I get all of the things, and mm-hmm. I can't stop myself. My friend Rebecca, my dear longtime friend, longtime co-host Rebecca, when she likes something, she'll like watch she all, sells of the all of the things. No. She gets rid of everything. No, because <laughs> she hates herself. No, she she is good at selling shit on Facebook. Well, nice. She's really good. good at it. Maybe we um, should get her involved with <laughs> Al's lipstick and underwear. That sounds like a good band. Yes. Um, you're making me lose my train of thought. So she will watch all of the things. She likes to watch all the YouTube videos, all the GIFs that are available, all the things. When I like something, I need to possess yeah. all yeah. of it. And I was thinking about years ago, I took the Strengths Finder test, mm-hmm. which is a. Was that the one where they of... sent you to Dillard's and you shoplifted a bunch of lipstick? Nope. Oh, no. Not that. <laughs> okay. That it was wasn't that time. That's <laughs> a different test. Yeah. Don't ruin it. <laughs> StrengthsFinder, if you're not familiar, is a personality typing system of sorts, mostly applied in the workplace, but anybody can take it. This okay. is one of the few that I have not forced upon you. They give you your top five strengths. Good choice. And one of my top five strengths is called input. Nope. Nope. Don't do it. I saw your eyes go to a pervy place <laughs> to make Listen. jokes. I live in a pervy place. Okay. Listen to this. People exceptionally talented in the input strengths finder theme have a need to collect and archive they may accumulate information ideas artifacts or even relationships okay so i was thinking about that that i when i really like something i need to collect all of the things and i was also thinking about in an intangible way this is i think why if somebody ever tells me their personality type of any system i can't forget it i store it I archive it in my mind, and I will remember forever that you told me that you're an Enneagram 6 and you're an ISFP or whatever the things are. She'll especially remember if you were wrong. I would never tell you that you're wrong about personality. But you'll always remember it. Oh, that's the idiot that thinks they're a three. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) But only privately to myself. But I will remember that you told me that you're a seven, but I know, Mm -hmm. or that you told me that you're a three, but I know you're actually a seven or whatever the case may be. The old 37 switcheroo. That's another band in Austin. They're not vegan, though. This is actually apropos of nothing, except that it was really interesting to me as I was decluttering my collections, Mm -hmm. how important it is to me when I really like something going back to like cloth diapering days, baby wearing days, all of baby wearing, like slings and wraps and carriers. No, are you Buffalo Bill and you made... Yep, Baby skin, skin, skin collecting days. Weirdness. Yes. I have a need to get the things. Look how many books are in the bookshelf. Even after That's I true. purge all of my books, there's even more books in there. I think there's I think there's multiple things at play here. If Do I may. Tell. If I may. May I? 
do tell. Okay. I'm going to sip my Cherry 7-Up. Okay. Well, just because there's something else in it. Anyway, I, I had, this was originally, I was, you probably didn't see this. When I think of something I want to say, and I don't believe I can pull off an interruption. You raise your hand to like. No, <laughs> no, sometimes class. I do. But sometimes like, see what I'm doing over here? Oh, yes. sometimes I make a, a shape of some kind with my hand that, that signifies to me the thing it is I'm trying to remember. Okay. And I make sure that it's uncomfortable. Oh, so that I remember that oh I'm gosh. doing it so that I won't stop doing it. Do I do that. That way I can really focus on on what you're saying. OK, but then not forget the thing. OK, so I had done this earlier. Yes. Making a sea of sorts with my hand to try to remember to ask you some questions about collecting and perspectives. Oh, okay. Like, what what signifies to you a collection? How how are you defining what is a collection? That's a good question, and I suppose I've never really quantified it in terms of a numerical count. It doesn't, and that's not necessarily what I am or am not saying. A collection, I think, for me is. Uh, is well some call it a collection <laughs> i don't know how to say this it's kind of a collection <laughs> it's a collection of, of collected sorts. collectibles <laughs> um literally i've never really thought about it but to have more than three things of a thing okay is a collection what if like i guess so you're kind of quantifying a little bit but if we wanted to throw qualification as a different perspective into things let's say that you're really into lipstick yep i am and the only thing that like you have a drawer full of 50 cent samples of garbage stuff that you'd never wear all of that yeah oh i forgot about perfumes i also collect perfumes as you may know yes stick stay with me here (laughs) all right so at what point, I mean, it's, it, and this is not, I'm not like trying to challenge you and make you be introspective of how you've done that. I'm not, I'm not trying to say that you've done something wrong. Of course. Yes. But at what point do you look around and say, well, I don't know so much that this is a collection as much as it is a drawer full of shit. Okay. Right. That's a good question. And I think as I've gotten older, mm-hmm. I've been more intentional about what I actually hang on to. Okay. And so when I purged out my lipsticks, none of that was like samples that I had gotten anywhere. They were full lipsticks. I just except for the portions of them that have been rubbed on a toddler's face as though he were a of course, warrior of the ultimate variety. That one's already gone, but yes. Um, I, as I've gotten older, I have been much more quick to like, okay. like mini purge things and be like, no, this isn't working. Toss it. This is, so this is, I, I guess part of the reason I ask this is because it's a place I find myself yeah. more and more frequently. Now I've not been for many years, I've not been near the collector that I once was okay. or accumulator maybe is the better phrase sure. because as I've looked over time, it's like, I mean, yeah, I have a lot of whatever it is, but it's stuff I'm literally never going to use again. I don't like it. I didn't like it. Then I have whatever reasons sunk cost, whatever. I have yeah. reasons that I never threw it away. For sure. I went through, um, 
not that long ago. And it wasn't like I even had a quote-unquote real collection, but I went through and threw away, I think, every fragrance yeah. that I had because it was like this. these six or seven bottles I have owned for years. that many years or more, yeah. and I never wear them. Why? Yeah. They are a collection. They're a collection of dust yep. and cobwebs and human hairs and weirdness. Yes. That's why I really, when I was going through my lipsticks, I just had to be super realistic with myself. Like, again, there were lipsticks in there that I I couldn't remember when I bought them, but I knew it was like pre-pandemic. Right. Now, that's too. for the record, I didn't throw away the Sex Panther cologne. Oh, yeah, because it's what, 90? 60% of the time it works every time. We know that. So for those 60% of instances, I want it. But it's that's to me it's such an interesting thing to consider as as I look at my own collections of like okay so I have a few things and which I guess technically yeah. makes it a collection but have I have I somehow hamstrung right. what could have been my existing collection yes. by hanging on to the other things that I'm not going to use that I don't want that I never liked anyway. Right. And I think that I am more prone to do that with my fragrances because I do primarily buy sample sizes. So like two ounces or less. Mm-hmm. And I do, I have to like prod myself to, purge those out because I think like, Oh no, I haven't like given this a good shot or whatever, but I need to. And I, and I think that when I'm like really on top of it, I'll just be like, you know what? No, this isn't working for me for whatever reason. And just toss it was like a couple of dollars. Let me, yes. Let it go. Let me throw a, a perhaps weird example of, of where I'm, I've really been fighting to take my own mind on things. When I cook my preference with as many things as possible is to scale my recipe to the size where I use pretty much all of whatever the container of that mm-hmm. ingredient was. Now, not like whole bottles of spices and things. Right. But like if I bought a – if I'm going to use sour cream in a dish, I want to buy the size container that's roughly what I'm going to use. Yeah. And then not have – I'm not going to go to a warehouse club and buy a – palette of sour cream and use a quarter cup of it. Right. Where I notice one of the places that I noticed this originally was it's really hard for me in the way that I cook and the things that I do to use an exact and entire carton of chicken broth. And for whatever reason, we feel like our family feels like, well, you, it's got a screw on cap. So you put it in the fridge and I'd gone into the fridge and there were like six partial, it's an exaggeration, but just hang with me. There's like six partially used quarts of rancid (laughs) chicken broth in the fridge and there's no room for whatever else to go into the fridge. And it's like, what in the hell am I doing here? Right, right, right. It's a bad collection. It's a bad collection. And so I've, and I know this is overboard, or potentially it is. I don't know that it is. Maybe it's overboard. But as an example, yesterday or day before, one of the two, I think it was day before, um, I was making something where I used bacon. And I bought 
a little standard size pack of bacon, and I used three quarters of it. But bacon's another thing. Oh my gosh! That will go green in our fridge. Yes. And so rather than oh now we got to get a baggie or saran wrap or whatever and try to preserve and mummify this bacon, <laughs> I threw away the remaining four slices. You did? I did. How dare? I did. You know what? We're high rollers. We can buy more bacon. Okay. So I'm I'm trying to lean harder. Yes. And erring on the side of getting rid of. Yeah, that makes sense. And buying again later if I decide I, oh, I actually want green bacon or whatever, then Ooh, I'll buy more. Green eggs and ham. Yeah. As it were. Yes, Dr. Seuss well, evidently about, was in our kitchen. Yes, let's talk about a another pork adjacent. and actually A nether pork? Is that what you said? Pork-centered Any dish. Minecraft fan knows that the nether pork is not a thing to be messed with. You hit one of them with a sword, they all come after you. I will take your word for it, and I will also testify in court to the fact that you made the best tacos al pastor I've ever had. All. L. A L. E L. No. My version was E L. Okay. That's for you. I don't know. It was something. That's for you to take up with God. It was the pasture. Actually, actually, technically, Your Honor, um, it's not far off from the pasture. What it references is this meat prepared in the way that the shepherds would. Thank you. You made tacos al pastor. Tell us how you did that. Tacos the, the shepherd. Okay. Tell us how you... It's you made did. from real shepherds. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you made that pork for the most delicious tacos. Okay. Well, I will kind of. I think there's a far more interesting takeaway than just what mm. were the ingredients used. Give us the takeaway, then. Let's I, get right to the interesting. I used the standard ingredients. You go read on the interwebs, there's a million recipes, and you'll begin to identify what's common. What's, what's the first tier of common that every recipe that is El Pastor has in it? What's the second tier of things that a 60% of them have this, that, the other thing, and then the finer ones, all of that. This is how I would research a recipe. I want to find what everything has. I want to find what a few, a lesser number have, and then kind of concoct the flavor profile I want going from that point. This is what I did. And when I was cooking it, you walked in the house. You'd been doing stuff and things, visiting Eric Northman on I-44 underneath the billboard that you purchased, allowing him to suck your blood. It all worked out perfectly for me. Evidently. And then I Because you also home. got tacos. Yes, I was going to say that I came home <laughs> to tacos. You came in and, and you smelled something familiar, right? Yeah, I did. But you just thought it was familiar as Al Pastor, but we've never made that here. Yeah, that's true. Never. Not once. Not even half of once. <laughs> what did you, what did we figure out after time of thinking and re-sniffing the air of the house? What did, what did we come to the realization of? We realized it smelled like you were making chicken shawarma. Yeah. Which is from the Levant area Lebanon, well, just Israel, the Middle East, Turkey, the Middle East. It's not the same as the Middle East. The, Although I'm sure the they almost Middle East, the not quite Middle East. Okay, so you smelled shmarma. 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 <laughs> what I smelled was the Middle East because, in fact, the spices. Yeah. Interestingly, because Al Pastor is. Very Mexican. Yes. Very, yes. And not, no, Kyle's not a racist that should have said no. Latino or some other thing. It's literally a Mexican thing. Yes. Mexico proper. 
and improper. Uh, the what's it? What's it? The I can't think of how to pronounce it. O a x Oaxaca something. That that region. Oaxaca. Oaxaca. Yes, thank you. That region very very strongly known for this. Yeah. Evidently, there's a lot of shepherds there. I don't know. Same spices, two different places entirely. Same spices across a multiple of, of dishes, and I don't. That was the first time I guess I realized how wildly, yes, wildly similar these yes. two cuisines are. Right. Both of them certainly too are going to be using every cut of meat imaginable, and, and when you look at the the preparation, the the more physical components of of how. Alpastor is made, it's very much like much of the Middle East and Turkey and all throughout where they stack thinly sliced poor cuts of meat, thinly sliced, they roast it and then they slice off the sides of that. They they like vertical spit cook things. Yeah. That's effectively what this was. That was, I think, the most impressive thing to me as we looked at all that. And, of course, it was delicious because that's all delicious food. That's every YouTube street food video from those areas that you've ever seen. For sure, yes. So good. It was good. There's still some. There's still some. You're going to eat some. I'm going to eat some as soon as we're done recording. Okay. You also, because you had mercy on me, made some chicken soup. I did make chicken soup. It was for the soul. Well, primarily the soul of the devil did you do anything different this time this notable i went it was it was a two-day journey into mexican influence things and believe it or not that chicken was very similarly seasoned to the el pastor yeah the here's what i did different than i've ever done before with this so i'd made the soup proper yeah as i ladled it into bowls to serve it I put a, let's call it two teaspoons, maybe as much as a tablespoon of mayonnaise into the bowl. This was new. And then about a teaspoon each of lemon juice and of malted vinegar, which could have been apple cider vinegar, maybe could have gotten away with white vinegar as well. And then stirred everything together, threw in a little bit of the, the soap herb. Cilantro. Cilantro. And a little bit of what's the what's the young cheese? I just went blank. Why did you do this to me? Why did you do it? You can't think. I can't think. <laughs> Whatever. It's everyone's screaming it. At the, our, it's their fine. the the there is one cheese Cotija. Thank you. It is a very young, <laughs> barely aged cheese. It crumbles rather yes. than shreds. Yes. It's so good. It's Perfect. good. That's what was in there. Mixed it up, so but good. I felt like the addition at the serving level yeah. of the vinegar and <clears throat> and the mayo, which they regularly use there instead of sour cream, which would be the Tex-Mex version. All yeah. of that. I felt like that brought an incredible richness and so a little bit of a pop good. to the flavors. Dang it. Good. We should probably end on something not awesome. <laughs> well, awesome in the hilariousness. Awesome in its own way. I am going to put a link into the show notes for a TikTok that my dear friend Julie sent me. I think Julie We've sent seen this guy. Julie sent it to me. Julie yes. sent it to you. We've seen this guy 
Oh, he comes up on your FYP constantly, uh, regularly. What's his name? Do you know? No, or anything no, yeah. about I the channel no. or anything? He's okay. a chef. He critiques other people's videos and he gives it a rating out of ten. And he says whether well, he eat it or not. He's a chef in the sense that this is a guy who's gone through all of the oh, yeah. standard grind. Yes, of culinary school yeah, and being all of it a going cook and doing from all nothing things. to finally being. Respected and appreciated for all of the labors that he's been through. I don't know why that dinged you guys. I mean, nothing even came in. It's just like that was a ghost. There was a there was a ghost. Computers a ding dong from me watching Sam and Colby. It has now possessed my computer. Great. I literally don't know why that happened. To go to the Apple Exorcist now. Julie sent me a hilarious TikTok, and it involves the creation from this chef of the word chussy. Chussy. You have to watch it. It's very crass. Do not let your children watch it. Never let your children watch it. But it is a big WTF in hilariousness. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I I salute you, Julie, who is well done. If you can't make a crass video, you should at least be able to share one with your friends. That's right. That's right. We're one week out from Halloween. What should the people do in the meantime? Okay, well, on a serious note, evidently fentanyl's been coming over the border disguised as Skittles and or sweet tart-like candies, so don't take any of those home. Wait, I feel like we're in the realm of like, oh, there's razor blades in the apples. It's worse. When we were kids. It's worse. Was there ever a razor blade in an apple? Um, only three or four of the apples I got had razor blades, <laughs> and I ate around them. I was no fool. I ate around the erasers. What should the people do in the meantime? Say no to Skittles and sweet tarts that are not sealed in their own package, and saran wrap does not count. Never eat anything that's not from its original packaging, and... And... Don't go as a naughty nurse. That's been overdone. Pick something else. Be a naughty doctor. And... And... If you get extra... Especially Butterfingers. I love those. I love Butterfingers, too. Yeah. They're hard to find. If you get extras and you don't know what to do with them, we'll send you a postage page, postage paid mailer. You can forward them to us. Just send them to the Teetses of Oklahoma City. It'll get here. here. Send it to Sorta Awesome Oklahoma City. It'll probably <laughs> go around the globe multiple times. People will find Flat Stanley in places he's never been. That's a thing. But do that, and then... And only then should you have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.